All right, y'all, welcome back. Welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Of course, me, myself, as always, Sanders here. Got my boy Dupree here with me. What's going on, man? Man, it's it's a sad day today. <laughs> Folks are sad all over the world, man. <laughs> I'm going to just say this right now. I, I think we should get rid of Thursday night football in totality. <laughs> leave it leave it just for opening weekend. I think it's cool for opening weekend. I think that's sure. cool to have the defending champs to do it. Leave it for opening weekend. Yeah. And I don't want to see it again until Thanksgiving. Just so, because that's that's tradition. Yeah. Anything between that after that, I, honestly, I don't want to see it. Cause it's just either I mean, either the either the game suck. Yeah. Or players are getting hurt. And it's just Mark Andrews went out tonight. Lamar Jackson lipping around tonight. Joe Burrow got banged up with his with his wrist hand, whatever it is tonight. Like it's ugly. It's crazy because the past two it's been the past two years. I think I think maybe maybe three years ago. Maybe two years ago, it was injuries. Where it was like everybody was getting hurt on Thursday nights. And then I think last year, it was just all the games sucked. Like, all the games sucked. I don't know if there was a good Thursday night game at all last year. And then this year, it's the same thing. They sucked. Like, the 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 prime, out of the primetime games, if you had to rank the primetime games, so Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night would be the best. And then Monday night and Thursday night will be tied for three because both of those suck. They ain't even a number two right now. Like Monday night and Sunday night. I mean, Monday night and Thursday night football has sucked the past two years because the matchups on Monday night, the matchups have just been bad. They ain't really been injuries. Just the Monday night, the matchups have been bad. And then Thursday night, the games aren't good. And now you got games like tonight where you got marquee key players on both teams going down with injuries. Not good for the brand. Not no, good for the brand. Not at all. Not at all. It's not not good. But uh man, a, a lot to get into in this episode. Um uh, a lot to cover ground on. Um it's it's just uh um that time of the month. We already halfway through November. Uh, <laughs> time is flying for sure. <clears throat> As we get ready to close out 2023 that's that's crazy to say for real like it, <laughs> i know like we still in november we still got a whole month to go but it just feels like for real, i just really feel like time is just it's going bro it's yeah. going for sure yeah. <laughs> for sure but man we're gonna get right into it uh man first topic we got on hand that we getting into uh <laughs> probably the <laughs> probably the most entertaining topic we had on here <laughs> in a minute man uh, but obviously, everybody knows what happened with uh, the situation between the the Golden State Warriors and the Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Um, crazy, crazy scene. Early, early, super, <laughs> super early. I mean, <laughs> it might as well have been tip off. <laughs> at, at that point, it really could have been tip off, <laughs> but super early um, incident that started out really between a little scuffle between I want to say that was uh, Jaden McDaniel's and. Um, mm-hmm. Clay Thompson, and uh, that got ugly real quick. It went left real quick. 
Um, and then it was kind of your normal, <clears throat> you know, NBA scuffle. Yeah. Guys trying to break it up and everything like that. And then next thing you know, you just see Draymond Green just coming over and he just has he has Rudy Gobert almost in a full Nelson. Like <laughs> I thought we was watching SmackDown for a second, bro. Like it was crazy. They they get all that together. Uh the end all be all such a uh, result of it is Draymond Green getting a five game suspension. I mm-hmm. wanna say I want to say Rudy Gobert got fined as well mm-hmm. for his altercation. I want to say twenty five k. It was a whole lot really to un- unpack there in a, a short span of time. But you know the, the the league went down and handed out their punishment quickly on that and everything. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to start, bro. How do- <laughs> I mean, to be honest, man, like when like I just told you. I don't, I don't, I don't think that Draymond was out there. He wasn't out there squeezing. He wasn't out there trying to put the man to sleep. Now he put him in a, he put him in a, he put him in sleeper for sure. I mean, he was out there. <laughs> I mean, he was out there, you know, Stone Cold got him in a, got him in a sleeper. But he wasn't squeezing them. Like He's trying to get the guy off his teammate. Um, and so you are. That's something that we've seen. We've seen guys come to the aid of their teammates. That's normal. Um, I don't know if we've seen it come the sleeper hole before, UFC style, but it's normal, man. He's protecting this guy. I mean, and you're talking about his guy. His guy, like, it's, he would, if it was Steph, it would have been the same way. Like, right. I think really if it's teammates in general, we're talking about Clay, a guy that has been through everything with Draymond, like, yeah, I'm a I'm gonna protect my guy. Um, I think Clay and, and Jamie Darren got fined too. I think all, everybody got fined, and then, then Jamal got the five game suspension. I think the NBA they handled it handled it the right way. I think not letting it drag on. You see what it was. Let's go ahead and hand it down. Boom, Jamal was definitely gonna get the the worst of the um other other penalties um for his actions, and then Gobert, Clay, and then. Jenny McDaniel as well. So, I, I mean, it's, it happened. It's done. It's over with now. We can move on. It was funny to see. Uh, I woke up this morning, and I'm like, what? <laughs> What's going on? And uh, there it is. Or oh, two nights ago. It's like, this, yeah, okay. So, that's what that's what happened. But they, and I think this is kind of where you're going to go. I want still too much of a thunder. But they, they're, I feel like the Timberwolves and the Warriors have played like three times in the last week or something like that. And like every time they play, something is going on. Um, and so they got a little, it's, it's a little, there's a little something, there's a little something there between between the two teams. Um, but the NBA handled it the right way. Draymond was just trying to protect this guy. And, you know, it went from there. Now what I will say is, Draymond know what he's doing. Draymond been in fights before because he put Gobert in that in that sleeper, and then Carl Anthony Towns tried to come to the aid of Rudy Gobert, tried to do the same thing, and Draymond got him like this, or he got him like this, and he tucking that chin. He don't watch enough UFC to know if I tuck this <laughs> chin right here, he can't oh, get me. He can't get me on he that I'm a, I'm a, stay here. I got him. You ain't getting me. You might as well stop because this ain't. I ain't going. He took that chin and he was good. So 
that that part was like, okay, yeah, he, yeah, he he been watching, he been watching some stuff, you know, been in some situations where I got to protect myself. But it, man, it's it is what it is, man. It ain't, it ain't. I don't think it's nothing. You know, what it's crazy. You know, people talk about like Draymond's reputation and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. This, like I said, NBA was like, okay, five games, let's go, let's move on. It's okay. <clears throat> yeah, I mean. Obviously, you kind of knew that Draymond was going to get the worst out of everybody just because mm-hmm. just the way it looked, obviously, you know, <laughs> cameras out and everything. It's just looking like he just got this, like say, like he just got this man in the full Nelson, like like he about to do the Hulk Hogan, like headlock, like he just about to run this man around the ring, around the arena or something. Like it's, it, it, was, it was crazy for sure. I mean, but I, I also think from – the angle that which on on camera we see nowadays is kind of like Rudy kind of had a hold of Clay, but not as bad as it might have looked from the vantage point on court. Yeah. I think from Draymond's vantage point, it looked like that. Okay, yeah. Gobert has Clay by his neck, or you know his uh, you know upper area or whatever. Man, like you said, let me go ride for my dog. Let me go ride yeah. for my dog. Get up off him real quick, you know. So. I can't really – I can't fault him for that. I can't really be upset about that, that he did that and everything like that. But it's just, you know, once you see it on camera, it's just kind of like, oh, man, that wasn't a good look. You know, but <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but I, I think the reason why it kind of just teed off like that so early was just because that was that was on Tuesday when they played. Well, two nights before that on Sunday, they had just played each other – Literally in 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 uh, uh San Francisco again that Sunday, and you know that was a little instance where there was a little join back and forth between Draymond Green and Anthony Edwards. So it was just kind of like, you know, it was kind of almost like how you know in the playoffs when you when you get to the series and you got to game five, four or five, and game six, and it's just kind of like, all right. I'm kind of tired of seeing you, you know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, woo woo, everything like that. It's just, it kind of felt like that, man, or whatever. So, I mean, the next five games that he's missing, it's a it's a back-to-back between the Thunder. So, they got them tonight, and then I think mm-hmm. they're playing them again on Saturday. So, kind of like a little a day in between, but in a way still a back-to-back where they don't have to leave. But that's two games against the Thunder, the Rockets, the Suns and the Spurs is what he's missing. Um, not sure the timetable time of what's going on with Steph with Steph Curry, too. So, mm-hmm. um, got that and everything like that. But, I mean, I don't think it doesn't really, you know, hold too much weight on how it affects, you know, the Warriors season or anything like that. It's, yeah. Man, it's, you know, saying it's still early. I don't have nothing to worry about. I will say this, though. I know we've had our spills and how our feelings about this in-season tournament. I still don't like it, but I will say this. Mm-hmm. Low-key, Adam Silver is kind of a genius. These folks is going crazy because they know they can got a chance to win 500K. <laughs> They got a chance to get their 500K. They trying to play some ball. So it's honestly, man, it's kind of been, I'm not, I'm still not a fan of it, but it's kind of been pretty interesting how the end season tournament has been going and everything like that. So, you know, not really too much, you know, else to really say on it about that. Another side note, 
that's two different big men from the Timberwolves and they got choked out, bro. Then <laughs> Cat Cat got choked out by uh who was who that? Was that Ben Simmons? Was that Ben Simmons that did him yeah, like that? Ben, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was Ben that had him because uh, he was in Philly. He was in Philly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, ben had um, because um, Cat was on the ground trying to get up, trying to get up to be like, nah, it's cheap, it's cheap. <laughs> Oh, I, so I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with the big men in Minnesota, man. I don't know. KG might need to go out there and come talk to him a little bit or something. I don't, I don't know, man. Got man. Right, bro. What y'all doing? Man. Now you right. You right about that. Yeah, that was Ben Simmons that had. Yep. That's tough. That's, that's wild, man. That's hey, wild, man. but. I mean, they weren't even the only ones that got into it, man. I think the Lakers and the Grizzlies got into it that same night, bro. I was like, yo. Really? It, okay. it, it, yeah, it was, um, man, it was AD and somebody, man. I can't remember exactly. It now didn't like get nine-point game or something like that, didn't he? he went it, didn't, uh, it didn't get, uh, it didn't, uh, with them and the Grizzlies, the Lakers and the Grizzlies, I don't think it was as bad or yeah. didn't get as, like, crazy as it did with Golden State and Minnesota. But, okay. Yeah, Tuesday night was a wild night, bro. In, in, in the NBA, bro, dudes was going, dudes was going yeah. ballistic for real. Yeah. I don't know what was well, going Lakers, on. With that. The Lakers and the Grizzlies, they, they, I think they'll have their thing regardless. I know Dylan Brooks is gone. He's kind of like catalyst for that very thing. But yeah. I think Lakers and Grizzlies are going to have some regardless just because of last year and and all that. Um, even with Dylan Brooks being gone, I think they're still going to have their, you know, have their squabbles. For sure, for sure, man. All the all the baby boy references was crazy though, bro. That was, <laughs> that was the internet is a crazy place. Crazy, bro. Crazy. crazy. But yeah, that's uh, all the NBA stuff that's going on right now, man. Season progressing along. It's interesting season over there so far, for sure. Um, as we make our way over into the NFL, uh, we kind of already had our little spiel about that right in the beginning of the show. Uh, we are now, what are we at? Week 11. Week 11 in the NFL, man. Thursday night football is going on right now. Uh, I think last I checked, it was 21-10 to 10 at the mm-hmm. half. I don't know if they came back out yet here for the third quarter or not, but I know it was Baltimore 21-10. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. still still 21-10, man. Um, like I said, name – Big name guys is hurt going down. That's just and, and I don't want to read cut you off. Just got the notification. Joe Burrow's not going back in the game either. So mm. he's mm. he's out for the rest of the night. Mm. So so tough. Another one added on to the list for that. And then that's the quarterback. And then speaking of quarterbacks in that same division, they just had some tough, tough news out there in Cleveland, man. Um Deshaun Watson done for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, with the uh, shoulder injury that he, um, I guess, kind of been suffering, kind of sort of all year, I guess, really. I know he's been yeah. kind of having little issues with it here and there, but now done for the year. Uh, Cleveland was sitting at six and three, had a big, big road win this past Sunday against the Ravens, um, which kind of kept them right there in the thick of things into the playoffs. But now, no Watson for the rest of the season. Um, Man, now talk about impact. <laughs> what impact does that does now for Cleveland? Like that's mm. gonna it's gonna be rough, man. It's gonna be rough. You're talking about a Cleveland team 
that, granted, don't know if they were going to make a true Super Bowl run. Like, I don't think they were going to the AFC Championship or anything like that. But had the best defense in the league and definitely had a shot to make a run because of that defense. And Deshaun Watson definitely hasn't looked like the Deshaun Watson of old. But in that second half, he played ball, especially in that fourth quarter of that game against the Baltimore Ravens. I That was the one game because the Falcons played later on. I'm like, I, I'm most interested in that game for the 1 o'clock. And um, they showed up and played ball, man. Uh, I thought it was over early, to be honest with you. I thought the game was over. And they showed up and, and got through it. Um, that contract right now is looking like one of the worst contracts in recent history, maybe in NFL history. You're talking about, was it, five years, $230 million year, wrong, T, as yes, sir. our guy Charles Barkley would say. Fully guaranteed $230 million, and I think the man has played, I think, 11 games over the past three years. 13 games over the last three years, something like that. He hasn't played a full season yet. He's been in and out of the lineup, been hurt. And <clears throat> the Browns really haven't been able to get a, a feel for what this football team looks like with Deshaun Watson as their quarterback because he's been in and out of the lineup. They have no clue what type of team they have because he hasn't played long enough to get a feel for it. Um, and so it's it's – from that standpoint, it's bad in Cleveland. Now, they still have a shot to make the playoffs because of how solid their defense is. That defense is elite, and that defense can win them some football games, especially with a P.J. Walker, Walker or DTR. Now, DTR is supposed to start on Sunday. He's going to get the start um, for the Browns. All DTR needs to do, man, is go out there. And manage the game. Lean on your running game. Lean on your running game. Make plays in the passing game when you need to, and let your defense let your defense do, do that thing. Um, but it's 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 tough in Cleveland right now because I think I don't want to say with a defense this good. You want to strike while the iron is hot. I think it kind of goes kind of to like the San Francisco or like even the Philly uh, or Philadelphia, where it's when you have one of those type of defenses that are elite like that, you don't want to waste opportunities uh, and not capitalize on winning a Super Bowl, winning a championship. And so I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be fine. But they're going to have to take a good hard look at Deshaun Watson in the offseason and what then and I mean obviously it's like <laughs> it's tough like you can't move like he's gonna get you can move him he's gonna get paid regardless like he's getting that 230 million dollars so like do you move him or do you keep him I don't think they're at the point where they want to move him but I mean like I said I think it's 11 11 to 13 games in the last two three years man like you just don't know what what, what you have with him and he has not looked like with Deshaun Watson, he was in Houston before, you know, the injury and all the, all you know, all the stuff came out um, with him while he was in Houston. So it's tough, but they still got a shot to make the playoffs because their defense is elite. Yeah, I mean, 
where do they go from here? Tough to say. Like I said, that like you're right though. That defense will keep them in most, if not all, their games for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, you talking about that trade, man? It probably could be one of the worst because now mm-hmm. when you look at how it how it's turned out, uh, that's the Browns is getting Deshaun Watson. Houston ends up getting Kenyon Green, Will Anderson Jr., Damian Pierce, Tank Dell. Mm-hmm. They still got the next year's first and fourth round. Yeah. That's yeah. Hmm, tough. That's tough. And like you said, I mean, just – I guess – and it's just really more so the fact of, like, he just hasn't been out there, obviously, you know mm-hmm. – um, was it last season? Yeah, was it last season he had the, the suspension? Or was it yeah. the year before? Yeah, so yeah, the last season was the suspension, so that's those were 11 games missed. <clears throat> he missed a couple of weeks this year, so it's just kind of like it's kind of hard, like you said, it's kind of hard to really gauge this team for real just because, you know, you haven't seen him out there. He hadn't really even, like you said, hadn't shown those flashes of being, you know, the Deshaun Watson <clears throat> of old. Um, and then, like you said, also now looking forward, we got Dorian Thompson-Robinson, um, <clears throat> who's going to start this Sunday. Hopefully he has a, a, a better game than he did the last time he started, um, yeah. which was against that, that Ravens defense. And, you know, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't good. So, which – you know, he he showed his flashes and had his promises, you know, all during the preseason, which is kind of the reason why they, you know, leaned with him more than they did uh, Josh Dobbs. Dang, now you kind of wish now, if you're Cleveland, you kind of wish now, man, maybe we should have found a way to, you know, <laughs> kept Josh on the roster instead of trading yeah. him to, you know, the Arizona, man. But, I mean, you know, the, the moves have been made now, and it is, it is what it is. Um, and it just it just really sucks, like you know, for Cleveland man. You kind of hate it for them just because you know they already had already lost Nick Chubb for the year with his uh you know terrible terrible injury that we all saw mm-hmm. on, on on Monday Night Football. So you know we we've had that. You know um, you know Amari Cooper has has had his issues of staying healthy and being in and out of the lineup, and now you got this going on with Sean Watson, and it's just like man. You, you hate to see that happen just because of now when you see how talented that the defense is, uh they they finally got some I think some pretty good coaching. I like I like Kevin Stefanski. I think he's a great head coach. Um he, you know, can do what he can with what he has and everything like that. Um and it's just unfortunate that they're not being able to get this all together and then as far as you said we're like trying to move them or keep them I mean they have to stay with them I think you know they can't yeah. who's going to want to take that on you know who's going to want to take that contract on like how can you move them so it's kind of in a way they are they're stuck with this man for another what two three more years at least yeah. so but he's played he that was last <clears throat> when he joined he's okay. played 12 out of out of the possible He's played 12 out of the possible 26 games between this year and last year. And then, obviously, he's going to miss another seven. You know, he's going to miss the remainder of this one. 
Um, I will say, I know when all this kind of happened, you know, with the, the whole Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, I know the Falcons were in on it right now. Looking like it was a good job, good deal that we ain't bring him here because he got some stuff he's dealing with. And so we, the Falcons got their own problems. But <laughs> right now, I don't know if adding Deshaun to that, I think that would just make it even worse. So we might have dodged one um, from that standpoint. <clears throat> yeah, Dom, definitely when you think about the fact of what all, what all Cleveland – we just mentioned what all they had to give up, give up just yeah. to get them, just to get them there, and to pay him all that money. So it's just kind of like you need, you need, uh, you need that 2019-2020 Deshaun Watson. You need, you, yeah. yeah, yeah, you you need him. You need that's mm-hmm. the Deshaun Watson that you need that you're paying all this money for. So mm-hmm. you know. I don't know, man. I think it's just a case of, you know, obviously just maybe rest too. You know, the fact that you're missing all that time and pretty much a a whole season and a half or almost a full two years, you know, two seasons of not playing that can, you know, that can, that can have you rusty. And then just the fact of just these injuries, man, it's just, it's unfortunate, but hopefully, you know, we wish, wish them uh, nothing but a speedy recovery. Um, let him get back healthy, man, so he can, you know, still try to show his uh, his talents out there on the football field. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, so we're getting right to the pickles for this week. Um, I ain't going to lie. The slate wasn't looking too good for the NFL, man, this, this week. It really wasn't looking too good, you know. It is what it is, but mm-hmm. speaking of the Cleveland Browns, we, we got them here on tap. Uh, we got, like you said, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. At home here, starting up against uh the Pittsburgh Steelers, so this is another divisional game, a very very important game. Um, man, Def Def Texas and Mike Tomlin always having a still this team at or over five hundred because <laughs> he finds a way to get it done Dope. every 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 time. Man, who you got in this one between uh Pittsburgh and Cleveland? This is a situation, this is a game where I don't know if I trust either quarterback. But I trust both defenses. And I think I trust Stefanski more as a play caller. I think that now it's going to be tough because in trusting Stefanski, you trust DTR not to make any crucial mistakes on Sunday against a... a <laughs> A very good Pittsburgh Steelers defense. <laughs> Who's going to make it hard on him? They're going to make it tough on him. Um, and they know that he's going to have to be a game manager. They know they're going to be able to get after him. Um, I think he's just going to have to make timely plays. I think he's going to have to use his legs because his legs are a weapon. He is a good athlete. Um, use his legs when he has chances to extend plays, extend drives, um, third downs, things like that. Uh, but it's going to have to be running game and defense. Uh, and I still, the Steelers are rolling right now. Um, I'm going to go with the Steelers. I'm going to switch my pick. I'm going to go with the Steelers because they have their quarterback. I think that's what it's going to come down to. I think they have their quarterback. Um, and Cleveland doesn't. 
this is going to be like a 17 to 16 game. Like, this is not, not going to be a lot of points. Um, but I'm a, it could be 13 10. I might be giving too much. I know the over under at one point was like 34 and a half, and mm. definitely on over, uh, under, excuse me, on that one. I'm going to go with the Steelers. I'm going to switch my pick. Originally, I was going to go with the Browns, but after talking it out, I'm going to go Steelers. Yeah, I'm um I'm gonna go with the Steelers too. I think um even though even though I like the Browns defense just a little bit better, mm. I think that I don't think DTR have it as bad of, as a game as he had against Baltimore, but I think that Pittsburgh will find a way to have him to maybe go into making that one key mistake that he shouldn't make. Mm-hmm. And that might and that might be the difference. Um, I mean, Kenny Pickett in the offense might give one back right back to Cleveland because mm-hmm. their defense is capable enough to doing that, which is what we saw this past Sunday. Yeah. Uh, you know, with Baltimore, so they're capable of getting one back too. Um, but I just think that the defense for Pittsburgh will find a way to make DTR make that one extra crucial mistake. That'll be the difference in it. So I, I think uh I think the Steelers find a way. I don't know how they'll do it, but they'll find a way mm-hmm. <laughs> to to come out on top against Cleveland. Uh man, next game we got here on tap. We got the uh Las Vegas Raiders heading down to Miami to face the Dolphins. Uh obviously Miami, one of the better teams in the AFC. Uh, man, you 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 look now, and you know the Raiders have reeled off a couple of wins in a row, and right there in the thick of the things now in the, in the playoff hunt, man. So you know maybe <laughs> three weeks ago you probably would have thought, nah, this it's game. Mm, yeah. But uh, now, man, Coach Antonio Pierce got them got them boys down there in Vegas. You know, got a little swag about themselves, and now. Heading down there to Miami, man. So this is one of those interesting games here. Uh, who you got in this one? He definitely, Coach Pierce, has the, the Raiders playing well. I think that win streak comes to the end on Saturday. Excuse me, Saturday. On Sunday, I think that the Dolphins will get the, the W. But they definitely are playing a whole a lot better. And I think they're playing more inspired. I think they're playing for each other. I think they're playing for their head coach. Um, but speaking me talking about the Raiders, I think they're playing more inspired football right now. Uh, but I'm, I think that I think the Dolphins are just a better football team. I think they're a better team. Um, I think they have better players. So I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. Um, but the Raiders, the Raiders are playing better, and, and we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, I'm hoping that this is not. Just a, a Antonio Pierce. We're just going to throw you in here for the season and see what yeah. goes on. I'm hoping this is a true, true interview because the Raiders already blew it a couple years ago, which Basachi was their, was their interim when they fired, uh, when John Gruden, the whole thing with John Gruden went down and Basachi took over and got them to the playoffs. And they didn't sign him. They let him walk and sign Josh McDaniels. And now you have this situation where Antonio Pierce seems to be doing the same thing, and he's got these guys playing good football right now and actually looking like an NFL team. Right. Like they might have something even without Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, so 
I'm hoping if this continues to trend in the right direction that there's actually a legitimate shot of him getting the job. And, I, and if he does, if he continues to do a good job, I think he should have it. Um, but I think that winning streak ends to ends this weekend with with the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I think the key is is that the fact that you know in those two games that they won, uh, one they were at home. Number two, it was the Giants and the Jets. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could you know take it take it with a grain of salt, but and also at the same time, you you, you got to flip that into a positive if you're a Raiders fan, just because you now you're knowing okay. We not we not Giants and Jets bad, <laughs> you know whatever. So that's that. But of course, the fact that the game is down there in Miami, uh, it seems like that the Dolphins just don't lose at home right yeah. now with, with with Mike McDaniel's and them at at, at the helm. So um, I think it'll be an interesting game. I think the Raiders will keep it close. Um, Miami's a two touchdown favorite. Eight. Is that yeah, you know that's that's a that's, a that's a that's a big spread in the NFL. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a big spread. Um, that's why I said I think they can keep it closer than that. But in the end, I, I like Miami. I think you know it's you know obviously you know too too much of you know Tua and Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, the running backs. If I'm not mistaken, I think uh uh. Uh, what's his name? Gosh, he's been on IR here for a minute. Who, H-A-N? Yeah, H-A-N. I think he's supposed to be possibly making his way back here. Okay. Week 11 was the target week for him, if I'm not mistaken. So this is upcoming this week. So he may play, may not play. I'm not 100% sure on that one. You have to double check on it. But I I mean, either way, Raheem Mostert is good enough to get the job done too. <laughs> so, um very very talented team. I think it's just end up being it'll be it'll be the Dolphins Day Sunday, and they'll do just enough to get that win over uh, the Raiders. Um, and then <laughs> the game of the week this week. Uh, hopefully, you know I ain't gonna say it like that. I just leave it alone. But game of the week this week, Monday Night Football, Super Bowl rematch: Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, man, we had a classic classic Super Bowl game mm-hmm. um, that depending on who you talk to unfortunately it came down to the hands of the referee depending on who the fans you talk to and everything like that mm-hmm. but um, we get the rematch here Philly Kansas City obviously the winner of this can probably claim themselves as you know best team in the NFL at the moment um, in Arrowhead Monday Night Football crowd's gonna be rocking man who you got in this one? Philly. Philly. Mm. Defense. I'm taking Philly's defense. I'm taking their playmakers on offense. I'm taking AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. I'm taking those guys to make plays. But I'm taking Philly because of that defense. I got Philly. I don't. I don't. The Chiefs are you, really. Are you not trusting? I'm gonna say, are you? Is there something about them that you don't? You not trusting? Or you I don't just, like about them right now? Yeah, I'm just not feeling the Chiefs right now, man. I just don't. Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes, he's gonna have you in games. 
I'm just not feeling them. And they figure out ways to they figure out ways to win close games. They find out ways to do that. I just don't know if it's gonna if it's gonna be good enough to beat this Philly team, man. Like you don't have any. I mean, you talk about the receiving core in Philly in, in Kansas City, really not living up. You know, living up the snuff. Travis Kelsey going. He's gonna do his thing. You know, the run game. <sighs> Kansas City's just not doing for me right now. I mean, I don't, and I don't even know where to kind of put my finger on it. But I like the trend that the Eagles are going in, and they've been dominant for all really all year. Um, they had that one blemish to you know to the Jets, but they've won tight games and won big. Um, so, I, and I think they'll be motivated to go in there and, and win this football game because um, I think they believe that they should have won a Super Bowl last year. And a lot of people, a lot of people would say that this is probably going to be a Super Bowl preview. Um, but I'm going to go with Philly. Man, I was I was back and forth on it just because I'm thinking, all right, the game is an arrowhead. Usually when it's a big game like that in, in arrowhead, somehow, some way, 1-5 finds a way to just <laughs> – work up some magic and get everything done. But I, I'm with you. I'm going with the Eagles. Um, nobody nobody on the outside for Kansas City really scares you, right? I mean, granted, I, I don't know what's the status with uh, with Darius Slay. I don't know if he's good or not. Um, I know that they – I know that the Eagles uh, – we're gonna be without uh Nicobe Dean for a minute. They put him on IR, but like you said, bro, that defense is so loaded. I mean, I'm not saying it's easy to replace, you know, replace a Slay or 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 Nicobe Dean, but it's just like that defense is so loaded. Mm-hmm. They'll be okay. <laughs> really, they really will be okay, and. That offense is on the road, really low key, man. Yeah. Think about it. That offense is 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 pretty hot, man. A AJ Brown, you could probably say right now the hottest receivers right now is AJ Brown and C D Lamb for sure. They've been mm-hmm. and, and and of course you throw in you still gotta throw in Tyreek, but yeah. The, the, it's like those three guys right now has kind of been been on a tear for sure. So um mm-hmm. I know Spags would probably try to draw something up to make sure, you know, they, they they can try to, you know, slow down that offense. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I just – if it ends up – if it ends up having to be a shootout, at this point now, I like – if this was last year and you told me it was going to be a shootout, I would kind of – I would say I would favor it more towards the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But just because the way the wide receivers have looked this season – the way just the offense in general just have looked this season. I mean, granted, I know they're still getting it done, but it's just like to me, if it gets into a shootout here, I'm leaning more towards the Eagles than I am than I am the Chiefs. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going with you. But I'm gonna roll with you. I'm gonna take the Eagles. I think they'll get it done, and they they get some get a slither of of revenge, and like you said, maybe hopefully this could be. Uh, a Super Bowl preview, you know, never really know, man. But I'm a, I'm gonna go with the Eagles as well, man. So that's what's going on right there in the NFL. Um, 
hopefully the games turn out okay. Like on paper, they don't look like they'll be all right, but hopefully we have a we we have a good week, man. And then, now going over into to the ranks of college football. Uh, we just got done a couple of days ago getting the the new week of uh, rankings revealed for the college football playoff. Um, once again, no real major changes outside of the fact that now we have a new number one team. Mm-hmm. Um, so just swap it. So Georgia is now number one. Ohio State is at two. Um, the rest is still holding set. There is Michigan at three. Florida State, Washington. Oregon, Texas, Alabama both sit at uh, eight. Um, Missouri is at nine, while Louisville is at ten. Um, so that's that. Me personally, still really no real issues with the rankings. Um, I can kind of understand why this week they make the switch of putting Georgia number one over Ohio State. They did pretty much just beat the brakes off of a top 10 team in Ole Miss and, and beat them down pad down there in Athens. Um, but, you know, there's for some reason the, the, the real talk and the real murmurs for these rankings still is right there in that six to eight range. Uh, trying to figure out between Oregon, Texas, and Alabama who's to be the highest ranked one loss team. I mean, I still think it has to be Oregon. That's the fact that their one loss comes to a team that's still undefeated. And Texas has to head to head over Alabama. I don't don't know. I don't know what more other discussion, you know, is there needed to be. Um, But once again, like we always talk about this, this stuff is going to get settled on the football field. So we already have the – we already have the SEC championship set up together because last mm-hmm. week both Alabama and Georgia clinched the East and the West Division respectively. So we know that those two teams are going to uh, play each other for the SEC championship. Um, it's probably confirmed for uh, Florida. Florida State is confirmed to be one of the participants in the ACC championship. Um, I'm pretty sure if – Louisville wins this week against Miami. That pretty much sets them in there too um, to figure out who 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 be there because both of those teams end up playing ACC teams that final week of the season. So that's looking like that. That's set. Um, I think the only <laughs> only conference that really doesn't have anything confirmed that's there yet is the Pac-12, just because they still got some big games regular season wise going ahead, and we know that. Next week is pretty much the de facto Big Ten championship between Ohio State and, and, and Michigan. So, um, how you feel about folks griping about that six to eight range? So I know you probably don't have a problem with anything else. Uh, yeah, I think it's fine. Um, now Alabama is they picked up some quality wins. Yes, and they've been some some ranked team. So I could see where, you know, Alabama could, you know, like we should be a little higher than eight. Uh, but like you said, they lost to Texas. And so Texas has to head to head on them right now. As long as Texas keeps winning, it's like, do you know, do you move them ahead of Texas? Now I think 
this version of Alabama. I don't know if I don't know if Texas beats this Alabama team. That was in week two. Um, Jalen Miller was not who he is right now. He was not playing the same type of football that he's playing right now. I don't know if Texas goes into Tuscaloosa and beats this Alabama football team that's been playing these last couple of weeks. But rather the situation is that they went down to Tuscaloosa and they won. So until Texas loses again, they're probably going to have the one up on you. And Oregon, like you said, lost to an undefeated Washington team, excuse me, by five points. I do have a gripe, though. And I don't think it's a big gripe, but can we not move Washington into the top four of a Florida State? Mm. Last two weeks. That's debatable right there, yeah. Wins over ranked opponents versus Utah. And then last weekend versus, uh, I just saw it, versus, uh, I'm sorry, no, Utah and then USC, excuse me, I'm sorry. USC yep. a couple weeks ago, and then Utah this past weekend. Can we not make a a case where Washington could be ranked over Florida State with Florida State beat Pitt twenty four to seven, and then was in the game with with Miami kind of towards the until the end of the game. I think Washington has a has a case that they could be number four over Florida State. I truly do, and especially if they win this, you know, we're going to pick the game, but especially if they win on Saturday, if they beat this squad, if they're playing on Saturday, beat this Oregon State team, too, on the road, I think they need to be moved into that four, number four spot because four states playing North Alabama. So I'm just throwing it out there that Washington has a case to be the number four team in the country this week. Like right now, and obviously if they win on Saturday, I think they definitely should be the number four team in the country. Outside of that, man, I still feel the same way. I don't feel any different. I think it is what it is. So next week we'll figure out Michigan, Ohio State. That team will win the Big Ten. In a couple weeks we'll figure out Alabama, Georgia, and then other championship games as well, ACC, Pac-12, and so on and so forth. That'll be my one thing. I think that Washington has made a case to be to move ahead of Florida State. Man, so uh, bring this back up. I know we kind of all kind of chit chatted about it a little bit in the group chat, but I just want to throw that out there and see what you may, how you may feel about. Because I don't know if you said anything fully into it because I know like a lot be going on <laughs> in mm-hmm. the group chat but so Joe Clatt <clears throat> dropped this hypothetical here for the college football playoffs so say we got obviously uh he said as there you got your undefeated Big Ten champion so that's mm-hmm. Ohio State Michigan Florida State goes undefeated when ACC mm-hmm. all right say so we got two spots remaining Oregon wins the Pac-12 so they get their rematch over let's say it's Washington they get the rematch over Washington Oregon 12-1, Pac-12 champions. Texas wins out against whoever they may play in the Big 12 championship. Now they're 12-1. Family ends up beating Georgia, knocking them down to 12-1, and then they're also 12-1 as the SEC champions. So now you got two spots left for three conference champions and two teams that lost in their conference championship game. So we got Oregon, 
Texas, Alabama, Georgia, Washington, who gets the last two spots, in your opinion? Oregon and Alabama. Oregon gets in for winning the for winning their conference and also being an undefeated team. Now, granted, that was a it's a rematch, but you won your conference and you beat the undefeated team. You know, the team that you beat was undefeated, check and check. And once again, Oregon, if we're going through this, I would imagine that Oregon was still right there at that sixth spot. So they are still on that cusp of being the next next team in. And then Alabama, because Alabama had the one loss, granted it being in Texas, but had the one loss, and then beat what would be the number one team in the nation in Georgia. I don't think Georgia gets in because you lost the conference championship game. The biggest gripe obviously would be for Texas because Texas fans would say, well, we beat Alabama. Um, but I don't that that you beat Alabama, but that loss to Oklahoma early in the year doesn't look as good as it or it looks worse. It looks worse now than what it did then. Because at that point, Oklahoma's undefeated and they've had two bad losses to that up to that point. Now you lost they lost to Kansas and they lost to Oklahoma State. So those are two losses that don't help Texas's case versus Alabama. Alabama would have beaten back-to-back, back-to-back defending national champions that were undefeated in the SEC championship game head-to-head. That win looks a whole lot better than the win over Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship. That's how I see it. Um, yeah, I think, Oregon, I think it's Oregon and Bama. I don't think Georgia gets back in. Because now, once again, even if because now you're literally holding out a conference champion, like you're holding out a one loss conference champion versus a one loss team that did not win their conference. That makes no sense to me. So I think the most sense would be, excuse me, would be Oregon and Alabama. I think that would make the most sense. All that other stuff, it don't matter. Washington lost, so they out. Georgia lost, so they out. Texas is kind of the odd man, odd man out in this situation, in my opinion. So I kind of flipped. I kind of flipped going in between, like, <clears throat> who could be that that one, and I really mm-hmm. couldn't decide, but I went a little different. I said that. You put Texas in because I feel like the Alabama win holds a lot of weight. Yes, the Oklahoma loss sucks, mm-hmm. but I feel like that Alabama win holds a lot of weight because if if we're talking about the criteria of being head-to-head and then winning the conference, I think you got to throw that in there. My debate, I think, is between Oregon and Alabama just because I look at it as, like you said, that's – both teams basically come in and defeat an undefeated team that's going into mm-hmm. championship weekend. Um, and I'm also assuming that means that Florida State would have lost to Louisville. No, no, no. So oh, no. we said Florida State the, won. Yeah, we yeah. So the big, the Big okay. Ten, Big Ten champion is in. So that's Ohio State, Michigan. Florida State went undefeated. Okay, All I'm right. putting I'm putting Texas in there just just because I feel like that. 
that Alabama win holds a lot more weight than than the Oklahoma loss. Mm-hmm. I think it holds a lot more weight than the Oklahoma loss, and that's a conference champion. So at that point now, yes, a com- either way, how we're putting it, a conference champion is going to get left out. Yeah. And I think it goes down between Oregon and Alabama. And then when if you go off of the victories they have now and then the future victories, they will both have the same amount of ranked wins. So now you're thinking uh, now is kind of more so – do we go by the name and the conference in, in in history, or do we go by name and conference of this season? Because this season, I think the Pac-12 has been the best conference overall. Mm-hmm. Like, I know – I mean, I know there's, you know, Georgia's there. We got Bama, and there's Ohio State and Michigan and the Big Ten, and then now Florida State has made their rise back, but – Week in and week out, it seemed like we were, there was always something going on in the Pac-12. So I think it was the better conference overall. But then do you really think – Exactly. Do you really think that the committee exactly. is going to leave mm-hmm. out Alabama as a conference champion? Mm-hmm. You know, not not a, if they were just one loss and they played the, – if they were undefeated now and they just had the one loss in the conference championship, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it'd be like, okay, it'd be kind of like – what we saying about Georgia? You lose yeah. this, it's, it's it's finito, right? It's over. But mm-hmm. we're talking about now. This is one loss Alabama team who won the conference championship in 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 history. One of the best conference in college football here in the past twenty seasons. Like, yeah. Let's just you know, let's just be honest. So to me, it kind of goes down to that, and I can't see, and I you know. Like you said, that's a ep- one of these episodes we're gonna have to kind of talk about that how the Pac-12 just get left out of a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I just can't see the committee not just. I just couldn't see them leaving Alabama out of there because no, at that but- point, because at that point now you're talking about this was a rematch for Oregon playing Washington, and mm-hmm. then. This is Alabama knocking off the two-time defending national champion. So I, at that point, I say you put Texas in and then Alabama. So what I was saying for your argument for Texas is what you was going when you went back and you said, okay, well, Oregon and Alabama, you go to, okay, they both won their conference, both won loss. They both have the same amount of ranked wins. How many ranked wins does Texas have? Granted, they beat Ooh, Alabama I, head to head, but if I'm not mistaken, I think they only got like one or two. Yeah. The quality of wins, the quality of wins, because in my opinion, and I agree with you, a Pac-12, whoever wins the Pac-12, in my opinion, should get in. As strong as the Pac-12, the Pac-12 has been top to bottom, probably the best conference in college football all year. We're probably the best group of quarterbacks in the country for a conference all year. So whoever wins that conference to me should be in. I don't know if te- – and then Alabama has gotten better. Between Alabama, Oregon, Texas, Oregon and Bama have more quality wins, have more quality wins 
then a Texas. Like you said, if they both finish out and go undefeated, not undefeated, but finish out and win the rest of their games and win their conference. Well, I mean, that's tough. That's tough. When Texas's resume, when Texas's resume doesn't really speak to them, in my opinion, getting in over Oregon and Alabama, even though Texas beat Alabama. Because we're talking about who the best, who are the top four teams in the country. Yeah, at that point in time. But once again, if we line Texas, if we were to line up Texas and Alabama again on Saturday, who are you taking? You see what I'm saying? And so, especially, especially it, since uh, Queen Uris hadn't played in a, in a few games, I think. I think the TCU game is his first game back, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So and so and, and, te- and Texas has not looked. I mean, like you said, Quinn Ewers has been out and stuff. So I get that. So I won't even go there. I would say they haven't looked like that squad again. They've been in very very close games. They've been very very tight games. They almost blew the game this past weekend against TCU. They they almost blew it and lost that game. But I just don't know if I don't think that Texas is going to have the resume to stick with an Oregon or with an Alabama if that scenario was to happen. Like I said, the SEC champion, in my opinion, the SEC champion is going to get in. The Big Ten champion is going to get in because they'll be undefeated. And the Pac-12 champion should be in. Those three champions this season should be locks, in my opinion. Those three conferences should get in. If Florida State finishes undefeated, then it's Florida State, you have no issue. If Florida State loses, that's where you get the – that's now where the Big 12 might ha- have a shot. I don't think a Big 12 if – if the Big 12 champion gets in, which it would have to be Texas because they're not going to put two loss Oklahoma in. If Texas win the Big 12, there's no way you can – in my opinion, there's no way you can put – them in over the Pac-12 champ. You can't put them in over Oregon or, or Washington when those two teams have looked and would have looked wider to wider like two of the best two teams in the country with two of the best quarterbacks in the country. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Texas Texas is... is it, it, Texas might be getting the raw end of the deal, but it's 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 tough. That Oklahoma loss is tough on them right now. That yeah. losing to Oklahoma is rough. That's going that's going to be on them. They they might <laughs> they might miss out on a chance to play for a national championship because of that. Yeah. I mean that they need some help. <laughs> they need yeah. some help. They need yeah. they need. They need uh, really, they need Louisville to be Florida State. Yeah, they need. I'm said they gotta have somebody. They gotta have one of those. They gotta have one of those undefeated teams lose. They lose. They, they, they have to lose before the Pac-12 championship. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Now I I ask you this because since we've seen it, we've seen it twice before. We've seen it with one year. We've had two teams in the same conference. Well, we've seen it in two different occasions where two teams in the same conference get in. Mm-hmm. On a Scale of one to ten, how much do you think that has a chance of happening? One being not a chance in hell, and ten being in it. Yeah, one. 
one. I don't think it's going to happen this year. I think that you got too many teams at the top that are at the top and that have been playing good football. I don't think two SEC schools get in. I don't think two Big Ten teams. I don't think that you have a better shot, in my opinion. I think you have a better shot at Alabama and Georgia getting in together over Ohio State and Michigan getting in like they, like last year. I think you got a better shot at that. But I don't see it. I think whoever I think whoever wins next week between Ohio State and Michigan win the Big Ten, I think they're in. And then I think that I'll see the SEC champion again. And the only way I can see it is if you have a situation where like a te- like Texas loses before the Big Twelve championship, if and if Florida State was to lose. Like if you have both of those things happen, or like Washington loses before, well, if Washington loses, if Washington was was to lose before the Pac-12 championship and then still win it, I think one of those things they're gonna need at least for that to happen. I think at least two losses are going to happen. You're gonna have, you're gonna need a Texas to lose in a Florida State or a Washington, something you know, something like that to happen where it's like okay, may you know maybe, but. I would say a one. I think we're going to have four teams from four different conferences in this year. I'm gonna give it a two, okay. which really, which really ain't no better because <laughs> that's still kind of saying that it ain't gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But we've just, I mean, think about it. We had we had the chance of we had the chance last year of getting a team from each different conference in there last season, and and yeah. USC blew it. With, with Utah and that yeah. opened the door and then once TC once TCU lost in the Big 12 championship too that kind of opened the door for a lot of different scenarios to, to, mm-hmm. to happen and you know like we said last year thankfully TCU didn't get screwed over um yeah but I, I think it's just because so much other crazy has happened that up. they they, mm-hmm. they just had no choice but to still put them in I don't think uh I don't think it will happen, but I'm not ruling it out just because mm-hmm. of the teams that we're talking about here. We're talking about Texas, Florida State, the Pac-12. You just, you just, mm-hmm. we we don't know. Texas could, which right now is looking like it'll be Oklahoma State that they'll play um, okay. right now. So uh, you just never know. I mean, Oklahoma State catches Texas slipping. Now we opening up Pandora's box. Louisville, Louisville beats Florida State. Then we really got, we really yeah. got some drama. Then and then you know if they if one of those teams lose, and then we got it to where, let's just say you know, Alabama Georgia it comes down to you know comes down to the last second, last minute again. Like it has plenty of other games before. Can you not sit up here and say that? Okay, I think we just saw two of the other two of the four teams mm-hmm. <laughs> that can play each other now if everybody else lose, you know, and everything like that. Or like you said, something happens to where Oregon State Oregon State, you know, beats Washington and and or Oregon State just runs the table and they upset mm-hmm. Washington, upstate Oregon and then beat Washington again or something, you know, like Yeah. Who knows? It's just crazier things have happened, so you can't really rule it out. But 
I do like I do think that it'll be four different conferences in there too. I don't think in the end too many it's just too many teams ahead to where that can really happen. I just think yeah. this is gonna be one of those years where we, we do knock out those other teams and there's gonna be one for each conference there for sure. Yeah. Man, so as we look into um into the, the pickings for this week as well for college football, uh it's cupcake week there too. <laughs> um, yep. a lot of teams a lot of teams are uh are playing um um playing the plan as we say money games <laughs> for sure. Um I think like you said with Florida State's playing in North Alabama. Mm-hmm. I think uh I think Alabama's playing uh UT Chat. Yeah, they got UT Chat this uh, <laughs> Um Yeah, it's a lot of <laughs> it's a it's a lot of for sure. It's a lot of uh, uh um, yeah. Uh, in lamest terms, we just put it yeah. there. It's a lot of fluff for sure. Um, but it's a, but it's a few games out there that you know has some some very high importance to it and 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 everything like that and some ranked matchups. Uh, going out to the SEC, um, we got top ranked Georgia coming out to Knoxville to play 18th ranked Tennessee. Man, when the schedule first dropped and you saw this, you thought maybe you know yep. this was a collision course to see you know the winner of this wins the East and. Uh, get ready to go to the SEC championship to probably face face Alabama and you know and and and, and hear from there. But obviously Tennessee has stumbled quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, not not the same as they were looking last year, but um, they do get you know Georgia at home this year. So um, who knows? But now we got Brock Bowers back now with Georgia. So uh, who who you got in this one? You said who's back with Georgia? Brock Bowers, George, yeah, yeah, and he looked like he didn't even really miss a beat last week, which was kind of okay. scary. They, that was they looked, scary. that 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 Georgia team that showed up on Saturday. That's the that's the Georgia team that Georgia fans have been waiting to see. That's the performance. That's the team that everybody, as far as Georgia fans, and even in the country too, because it was it's. All year has kind of been a thing of really not knowing who the best team in the country is. That, what they did to Ole Miss on Saturday, that looked like the number one team in the nation. As painful as that is for me to say, that they look like the best team in the country on Saturday. Um, So, Georgia. Yeah, I mean, I ain't got much else to say behind it neither, of course. I'm taking Georgia. Um, it's funny, you know. We we have a we got a we got a guy, we got a homie that you know that's a, that's a UT fan, and we all sitting there watching the Mizzou game, and he just put out there. He said, "Yeah, we ain't beating Georgia next week." Bro. He said, "We ain't beating them this year, bro." He said, "We'll try." He said, "We'll try again next." Year. I feel it, man. I guess I guess yeah. he said, "We'll try when we got Nico in that quarterback." I feel that, bro. Yeah, they, yeah, it's gonna be Missouri, it's gonna be tough, man. Missouri is tough, man. Missouri is freaking yeah, tough. yeah. They they put it on them, man. So yeah, yeah. I think Georgia will take care of business, man. Uh, next game on top on tap, uh, we got here Kansas State and Kansas. Um, mm-hmm. So a little you know rivalry game, in state rivalry. Uh, neither both of these teams actually. They're they're kind of needing a little bit of help, but 
right there still in the thick of things, especially Kansas State, right there in the thick of things to still try to get to um, the Big 12 championship game. Um, so, can you know, Kansas State – you know, kind of they like I said, kind of need some help. They need a they need an Oklahoma State loss, but they win this week and then win against um, who do they have the week after that. I think if they win against uh, Iowa State, who I think Iowa also State. has the same uh, conference record as well as them. Yeah, they do. Um, then you know they could be going back to the Big Twelve Championship, who the Big Twelve Championship game, which they are the defending <laughs> Big Twelve champions. So. Uh, and of course, Kansas probably just want to play spoiler man. They had a they had a tough week last week, yeah. um, but looking to hopefully to maybe rebound. Who you got in this one? I'm gonna take Kansas. I'm gonna take Kansas at home. Maybe what's the spread on this one? Kansas State by nine and a half. I can see why That's it's nine. You're missing that. You're missing your quarterback. Oh, your starter uh, mm-hmm. for Kansas. That's um, still not, kind of a lot to me. It is a lot. I will say yeah. it is a lot. I can understand why they are as heavily favored because they're missing their cue. Um, but I'm gonna take Kansas. I've been I've been on the Kansas train um, over the last two years. I, I like Kansas. I like what Coach Lapo is doing down there in Lawrence with that football program. He's got them believing the game and playing good football and then winning some big games. And like you said, they're out of it. For the most part, as far as a shot to win the conference championship, but what better way than to spoil your in-state rivals' chances by getting the dub at home? Um, and what it's called—I just found this out. Just learned this: the Sunflower Showdown. Hmm. I know okay. that. Yeah, I didn't know they had a name for it. Okay. Didn't know, but also didn't care to know because Kansas, for the most part, and or Kansas State have been trash for the most part of our life. So, but it's called the Sunflower Showdown, and they it should be a showdown. Both teams, especially Kansas, Kansas more so been down more so than Kansas State. Kansas State has had their has had their they have a few good years, yeah, like that. So let me let me retract that a little bit, but um. I'm gonna take Kansas. I'm gonna take Kansas to be the spoiler. Like I said, I've just been up on Kansas over the last couple of years. I think they have um, a good recipe going down there in, in Lawrence. So give me the Jayhawks. You know, usually when you hear Kansas, Kansas State, you you kind of think about the, the basketball season. Oh yeah, I think yeah, the the games that they have usually during basketball season is kind of more so of the. The Sunflower Showdown, kind of, you know, more so just because obviously Kansas basketball team is year in, year out, is always there. Kansas State has definitely had their, well, yeah, even last year, they 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 had a great season. So um, you kind of think more so this being a basketball rivalry. Yeah. Um, so I can kind of understand why you may not know <laughs> everything about that. But I'm going I'm to go with Kansas State. Um, okay. I think um, – I think they they need this more than Kansas, and not necessarily because of you know them still trying to play into um, the uh, you know trying to still play into um, the Big Twelve Championship, mm-hmm. but like honestly, literally, I think every loss that Kansas State has had has been on the road. 
They lost on, on the road to Missouri on a last-second field goal. Yep. Lost it on the road to Oklahoma State. Lost on the road overtime to Texas. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like they have yet to kind of have that real good road win. So they kind of need this really more so just for their confidence to – Finally, win a, a, a you know for them this is a it's a big game in general anyway just because it's a rivalry game but now this is going that you you're the road team for it you mm-hmm. really need this to stay alive for your for your packs for your pack packs for a Big Twelve uh, championship hopes um, and you know you're kind of hoping whoever you know whoever's playing Oklahoma State which I think Houston is playing them this week so it probably won't happen but. You know, you, you you're hoping for somebody to play spoiler there that way, and you don't get spoiled. But in order for you to see if anybody else is gonna play spoiler, you gotta take care of your business first. Yep. And um, I think Kansas State would do just that. Uh, it'll it'll be close. I, I think nine and a half is a lot. Like I said, I, I get why it's probably that big, just because of you know the starting. You know, Daniels is not there as as playing right now for the starting quarterback. Um. Not even sure if the backup is <laughs> is even gonna be good to go because I know he got hurt last week too. Yeah, they were down yeah. to like the third. They like to dance to the third string quarterback. So uh, interesting to see what what happens there at the quarterback position there for Kansas. So I think that's why the spread is kind of that big. But I think it'll be closer than that because just because it's a, the fact of a rivalry game is just it can go either way. Uh, and I'm gonna take Kansas State. Man, then the, the the last game we got here on tap <clears throat> for the Pickums here probably well no probably it's it's the biggest game of the week. <laughs> it, it seems like week in week out we always say this conference got the biggest game of the week. It seemed like for the most part, um, and that's over in the Pac-12. We got fifth rank undefeated Washington on the road yet again, uh, going up there to uh, Oregon State and uh, to face eleventh rank Oregon State, who still has an outside shot here. With this game and next week against Oregon in the in the Civil War here to get to the Pac-12 championship themselves, so this this is a lot on the line right here. We got Michael Penix Jr. and of course DJ there and or in Oregon State. Nope, not gonna do it because I know I'm a butcher. I nope, nope. I know I'm not gonna do it. I was gonna try. I was gonna try, but I thought nope. I ain't gonna do it, man. First of all, let me man, let me give a shout out to DJ, bro, because he had a tough time at Clemson, and um, you know I don't know what it was that there to where it just didn't work out for him. Because I I was I was one of the ones that kind of had high hopes for him, thinking that he could still pull it out, mm-hmm. um, and it just didn't work out. And then obviously, you know, Dabo has him to tell him to go transfer. They think that you know Cade is the better quarterback, and I mean now when you look at it. Clemson was struggling just to get six wins. <laughs> I think they finally got it. And and now DJ got Oregon State here for a chance to play, still play for a pack to a championship, man. So what a redemption year for him, man, for sure. Um, who you got in this one? I think Washington passes another test. Oregon State is favored by one point. It basically means it's a pickle. It's going to be rocking in Corvallis on Saturday night. 7.30 kickoff game. Um, it's, it's going to be jumping. It's going to be, well, 7.30, excuse me. We'll leave a 7.30 here. So there, I believe, it'll be 4.30. Yeah. Um, 
But I think that Washington passes another test. This is going to be a tough one. This is going to be a tough one. On the, another one on the road in a hostile environment versus the Oregon State team that's playing good football right now and wants to play spoiler for a lot of reasons. But you're talking about a conference that's disbanding after this year and the only two teams that have yet to make a move are Washington State and Oregon State. So think about the opportunity that they have to beat Washington, to beat Oregon, to potentially win a Pac-12 championship when all the other teams are leaving and they're one of the last two standing tall. Um, this is this is set up to be a really, really, really good game. I, I got to tell you, man, I, I haven't watched. I haven't watched as much Pac-12 football as I've watched this year. I, I, it's too late. I'm not staying up till 10 o'clock to watch them play. I'm not to see whoever, you know, to see, especially in, Latin, in recent years, Oregon drag cow or USC whoop up on Stanford or Arizona or whoever. Um, there, there's been some really, really good football, football games, excuse me, played. I'm out there on the West Coast. Um, I'm going to take my, Michael Penix Jr., and I'm going to take that Huskies offense. I think they go in there and they make plays. I think that they score and they score and they score. And it's a track meet. And I don't know if Oregon State can keep up. Um, I don't know if Oregon State can keep up. This will be another test of their physicality. That defense is going to have to be able to stop the run. Oregon State can run the football. So they have to be able to stop the run on defense. But I think that Mike Penix and those guys, they, they check off another box. And they get this win, and they show what I said earlier, why I think they are right now currently one of the top four teams in the country. And I think they move that. They get that jump ahead of Florida State. Um, but I, would, I wouldn't be remiss if I did not say they are on upset alert. Big time upset alert. Yeah, I by ranking standards, yeah, for sure. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna be tough, physical, hard nosed game, but I think it'll be a track meet too. Um, I think it'll be kind of similar to the Washington Oregon game. I think it'll be similar to that game, and I think Michael Penix Jr. and those guys make just the amount, just the right amount of plays, uh, to get over the hump. Um, to get that role win and secure their spot, secure their spot in the Pac-12 championship. Um, Oregon State will play them tough. It's it's gonna be close. I mean, like you said, the, the spread got them as a, as Oregon State as a one point favorite. Um, yeah, man, when have you ever seen a top five team this late in the year be being a be a road dog? Be a road dog. So, uh, I'm pretty sure that got. That's got Washington really ready to go mm-hmm. up in arms. Probably they, they probably wish it was four thirty out there right now, you know, to go 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 ahead and play this one because I, to me, I would feel like that's a sign of disrespect. You know, we yeah. we, no, no we do, you know we we you know we the team that ain't lost all year. We've 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 like you said, we've checked every box and we got this box right here. This 
kind of this last like tough box, you know, obviously the next week is Washington State. So that's, you know, that's the rivalry game. But this is our last like tough box right here for us to check here. So mm-hmm. how are we, you know, the 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 underdogs. But I think Washington finds a way to get it done. Um they'll hold serve, stay undefeated, um, and make sure that they get themselves into the Pac Twelve championship game. Man, so that's it right there for another another great episode. Uh, as we get ready to wrap things up, man. Once again, you got any words for the people? Anything you want to say? Oh, continue to be safe. Continue to take care of yourselves. Talk with your loved ones. Get ready. Get ready. Next week is that time. Yeah, All right, green, green, I'm gonna let y'all know baby, for sure, for sure. Green, so when I say, green, make sure right now, let's go <laughs> get drink your water, All right, and get the guard. Get if you don't wanna put them pounds on, go on out there, get the working out, get the running and stuff. Because Thursday and for sure Friday, because you're gonna have the leftover. Man, you got to go ahead and and get right and be ready, because you're not gonna do nothing next weekend. You on Thursday, you're gonna sleep, watch football. Friday, you're gonna do the same thing, watch football, eat again. So that's two days now. So get in that gym, get out there running, drink your water. All right. One thing I will say though, okay, one thing I will say, all right, everybody, you know, everybody's gonna eat. It's gonna be a great time of fellowship, family, friends, food, football. What could be better? All right. I don't wanna see no pictures of y'all plates. <laughs> I don't. I everybody plate look the same. I I ain't trying to see your plate with gravies smothered all of it on everything, man. I'm not. All right. So keep your plates to yourself. We know what you eat. You we know you got the mac and cheese. We know you got the ham. We know you got the turkey. We know you got the dressing. Because in the South we call it dressing, not stuffing. All right. That's one. You got the dressing. We know you got green bean casseroles. The yams or sweet potato casserole, whichever one you like, whichever one you prefer. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, they're going to have the sweet potato pie afterwards, all that stuff. We get it. All right. If I'm missing some stuff, I'm missing it. But we know what's on your plate. All right. Calm down. No, no. Keep keep it. Keep it. All right. I might, I might not be on my phone on Thanksgiving Day just because I know what's coming down, coming down the pipe. I just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. And also, too, I got a question. I kind of went on a rant, but I had a question. Why Why is it a... I've always wanted this. It's like a thing to take pictures, now of your food, but to, like, take pictures on Thanksgiving. Like, solo style, like, pictures and post on Instagram for Thanksgiving. Why is that a, like, why is that a thing? And I only ask that because, like, I've never been one... To take pictures and post them on Thanksgiving, I also never been one to kind of like people can have like they Thanksgiving, you know, they Thanksgiving get that. They, 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 yeah, they, they, they as they, they say, they got that, they got that shit on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I get why it's like you want to take pictures. I'm not saying it, but then it's like, you know, why is it a thing like that people actually want to post pictures on Thanksgiving? You want to think that Thanksgiving will be a holiday where you're posting pictures you know what i'm saying like you you get what i'm saying yeah i get you saying I, 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 honestly you know man some people man they look let's just be real bro they the celebrity of their family 
you okay. know, yeah, they, they right. always, you know, they always, they got to do something, you know what I'm saying? They yeah. got to do something, you know what I mean? You know, I, uh, me, me personally, you know, I, I'll put some clothes on, but I'm not going to, it won't be nothing too crazy, you know what I'm saying? It, I might have some fall stuff on. If I feel like it, I may take a picture. That's why I can't really say I'm, I'm guilty. I'm one of them ones. Sometimes it depends. I don't know if I'm posting, though. You know what I'm saying? I might, yeah, it, it, it might go like on the on the Insta story or something like that on the Snapchat, but I don't know if I want to make like a full post or anything like yeah. that, you know, whatever. But I'm right there with you on on on, on taking pictures of the food. That's that was so 2011, 20, 2010. Like, bro, that was decades ago. We don't do that no more. Every look, either we know what you eating, bro. Like, to, for the most part, nobody's not gonna do anything outside of traditional food for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, Christmas, somebody you might switch it up every now and again, but yeah, no, Thanksgiving no. for the most Thanksgiving for the most part, it's gonna be your traditional food, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's not gonna be nothing too different. It is what it is. Look, man, eat eat this food, enjoy your family, and watch that dog on football. That's all mm-hmm. you need to do. That's yes. all you need to do. Um now I know some I know some some of us in our family, you know what I'm saying, we take those walks with our cousins. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, you know what I'm saying? They extra hungry. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we'll we'll take those walks with our cousins and everything like that, and, and this is this is the perfect food for you to go take them walks. You know what I'm saying? Take 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 that walk around the park after dark, I, as Jill I Scott would say. I can't even condone that, man. <laughs> I, I I don't. Hey, I'm I just I just got them cousins. I got them cousins, them <laughs> nephews like that. I I just know that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so it is what it is, but man, y'all, yeah, for sure, y'all enjoy yourselves, man. This this upcoming holiday, this Thanksgiving holiday, it's 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 really here the next week. <laughs> it's crazy, um, but man, y'all continue to support the podcast. Uh, you know, follow the social media, follow the YouTube page, like and subscribe on there. Uh, we we appreciate that for sure. Um. Man, love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. No means no. No means no. Man, it's it's Thanksgiving, and y'all know how some of y'all family members be, man. I know they gon' you know they like to ask you, well, what, how you and so and so doing? What happened to you and so? Either they ain't here. If they was if they was here, they'd be here. If they ain't here, then that should be your answer. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if you, I, you know, if you old enough, like now, I feel like we old enough to be mm. around the adults. If you old enough to clap back, go on, clap back on Auntie, Uncle, and them, man. See, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Oh, you, man, you trying to you, get some drama started at the <laughs> Hey, we standing on business. We standing on business. <laughs> we standing on business. <laughs> well, what Coach Dink tell Josh, we standing on business right here. <laughs> Hey man. Hey man. Hey man. Don't let Sanders mess up y'all Thanksgiving now. Man, yeah, don't hey, real talk now. now don't <laughs> listen to everything I tell you now. Don't, I don't, don't want you to blame that on me. Man. I'm telling you, don't blame hey, that all on me. He gonna have some stuff. He gonna have y'all some stuff. Yeah, hey, and that's gonna be your fault. I ain't tell you to, I ain't tell you to do it. I just said you can, but I ain't say you had to do it. 
So that's on you at that point. It would have would come out of your mouth. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't say you had to do it. I said you can. You got the option to. You got the option to, but that don't necessarily mean that you got to say it. You know, <laughs> hey, it, it is, man. But nah, for real, man. Just and, enjoy yourselves, man. Have a man. Have a great holiday. Um, uh, spend spend as much time as you can with your family, man. With this, this is this is times that you know what I'm saying that you can't you can't get back, man. So really, really enjoy yourselves, man. Have a great, great Thanksgiving that's upcoming. Um. Continue to uh like I said, follow us on the social medias and everything, man. Like like all the posts, like subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um and until the next time, man, this has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace.